0: Hey friends, welcome to another edition of Coach's Corner. I'm your host, Robert Imbriali. Thank you so much for being here. If you like this uh, podcast, please share it with your friends and followers. We have had a lot to deal with over the past few weeks, haven't we? It's been crazy. There's been so much happening, so much popping. And, and you know, some people I meet, it's interesting, they're not paying attention. They're trying as hard as they can to just try to do business as usual And then they call and they say, what's going on? Why is it so hard? Why is business not working? And people aren't responding the way they normally do. Or sales are slower than I expect them to be this time of year. And why is the gas price so high, right? Uh, People are looking around. If you're not following it, and if you're watching this podcast, you're probably following enough of it to know that there's nothing out there that's normal, right? And what I do is I, I give you enough. I tease you with enough in this podcast to say... Go do some homework. Go do some research. Dig into a little bit because I can't share a lot of it here because this podcast would get blocked and, and uh, banned all over the place and then I have no voice, no ability to get out there uh, to you. But there are literally some people who have not been paying attention and they're just, they're wondering and they're kind of waking up to what's happening. And it's really interesting. I have friends on all sides of the political spectrum, you know, top, bottom, left, right, doesn't matter. I've got uh, friends on all different, uh, different perspectives and I always enjoy listening to them and trying to figure out where they are and what they're feeling and what they're thinking because you can always learn right so if i just talk to people who are on my side and believe what i believe i'm not ever learning anything because we're all in the same boat we all have the same beliefs but if i listen to somebody who's not in my camp i have an opportunity to learn something if i listen to somebody who's totally on the other side i may learn something or i may just get frustrated but at least i try right at least i'll hear them out i'll listen And there are some people who are not paying attention or they're just watching mainstream media and they're totally in the dark to what's really going on. You know, the whole Afghanistan thing blew up last week and and that kind of took over the news cycle. There was supposed to be uh, information on the Arizona audit that came out last week and it didn't. Thankfully, it didn't because the Afghanistan thing blew up and that would have dominated the news cycle and the audit stuff would have been buried. So in a way, very good thing gas prices are up again, Uh, the economy is really slowing down, Uh, job numbers came out today and they're terrible, they're dismal, nowhere near the low numbers that were predicted, they were actually uh, less than a third of that, so we know, we're in for some rough times and I think uh, as I've been talking to you about for a long time here, it's going to get more challenging, right? So, the trick is to avoid whiplash, and, and whiplash is, is sort of an emotional whiplash that a lot of us are feeling, right? Some days, man, things are looking great, and next day you see all this news and it's all horrible, and things are horrible, we're not going to win, you know, the country's going to be lost, we're going to slip into communism, right? And 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 the... Di- di- the disparity between those two is quite large. Normally, it's a little bit of this, and you don't even notice it for the most part. But when it's doing this, when you're on the high end of the roller coaster, and then you go all the way down and go all the way back up again, uh, you notice it. And I think a lot of people are trying to figure out what in the world's going on? How do I navigate everything that's happening? And if you're somebody who's not really been paying attention, here, I've got a Poly PolyHealth uh, uh, channel on Telegram, uh, t.me slash PolyHealth, P-O-L-I-H-E-A-L-T-H go follow that channel. Putting a lot of stuff on there. More stuff than I could ever possibly uh, inform you about or talk about here on this podcast, but it's there on that channel. And the reason that it's there is because we're not being censored there so we could talk about uh, the issues of the day. And boy, are there a lot of issues, right? Everything from vaccines and and numbers and and variants, and uh, it's just crazy. What's interesting... Uh, Some things I found out over the past uh, several months I've been really digging into this is they still haven't isolated this virus that they're calling SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. It's not isolated yet. Now People will argue with you and they'll fight with you. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. It has to be. It hasn't been. That's why the court case in Alberta got thrown out. And there are now three countries that have thrown out all the COVID stuff because they said it doesn't exist because it's never been isolated. Not only that, there's a doctor that came out this week, and he had a a video, and he said there are now over 200 variations of this virus that we're calling COVID. Interesting. Well, we know that uh, the coronavirus is not new. We also know that there are more than 2,000 of them that we're exposed to regularly and have been our entire lives. Common cold is a coronavirus, for, for instance, right? So they're out there. They've been out there forever. So why the overreaction to this one? And when you look at the numbers the numbers don't add up, they have never added up, they've never made sense or come anywhere in alignment with the reaction to what's going on. You got a virus at a 99.7, 99.8% survival rate and you're shutting down the economy over it? Huh? What? what, what, what? Back in March of 2020, they said two weeks to flatten the curve. We're coming up on two years. Right? It won't be long, have four or five months, and all of a sudden we're at the two year mark. And there's no end in sight. It's going to keep going. Unless, unless we stop and we say, no more, I can't deal with this anymore. I can't, I don't want to. I'm done, I'm done playing the games. I'm ignoring a lot of it, a lot of the mask mandates and stuff. You just got to turn out of your head. And you can't be worried about it, you can't live in fear. I talked about this in a, on a previous podcast, how powerful fear is as a motivator. I wrote my book, Motivational Marketing, and one of the most powerful emotional motivators there is, that's in fact the most powerful there is, is fear. Right? You get somebody fearful, logic goes out the window. And what do you think's been happening? you think logic's been going out the window here? You bet it has been. Really, it's been, it's been going out the window. And uh, it's interesting to see how, uh, how much of it's been going out the window. Because people are doing things that they would not normally do. They're doing things that they would never think of doing otherwise. And now they're doing them, and I'm going to turn off my computer here so you don't get any more sounds. Uh, now they're doing them without thinking. Now, if you ask somebody about their health care and ask them how they take care of their body and what they would agree to and what they don't agree to, very few would, would agree to this as a health solution. However... When you introduce fear, that logic goes out the window. Now they're in fear. Now they're looking for an answer. Now they want to get out of fear as fast as possible. What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Oh, it's this. Give me two. Oh, no, you got a third one? Give me a third one. Really? Yeah, really. And they know it. And that's why there's this veil of fear that's been pulled over all of us for uh, the last nearly two years now. Interestingly enough, I've never felt fear. Why? Because, like so many, I can see through the nonsense, see through the smoke screen, and if you're paying attention, you will as well. And you will see that our leaders don't even follow their own rules. First clue. First clue that something's not right, right? Leaders aren't even following their own rules. They're not masking up, and they're not keeping their kids uh, out of school. They're doing whatever it is they want to do, regardless of what the rules are. Well, if it's not impacting them in any way, why in the world should it impact you? Are you any different than them? You're the same kind of human body they are. If you cut them, blood comes out, I think. Uh, if you cut yourself, you get blood that comes out. <clears throat> and you know, if you compare the two, you'd never be able to tell them apart. You wouldn't know who's who. So why are the rules different, right? So you start asking those kinds of questions, and I have, and I always do. And then I ask the question, it's like, okay, who's making my healthcare decisions for me? You know what? No matter what, it's me that's it. It's me. Even if I were in the hospital, right? And I was really sick. The doctor wouldn't just give treatment without first getting what? Consent. You have to sign a consent form. You have to say, consent to the treatment. And then they might present you with options. We can do this, we can do this, or we can do this. You get to choose. They don't get to choose. You do. So why all of a sudden do we have a one-size-fits-all health solution, quote-unquote, that everyone's being forced into? Well, we don't. Right, And that's not the way it works. It's never going to work that way. It never has worked that way. It will never work that way because you and me are individuals. Do you know you can take something as simple as vitamin C and you can say, how much vitamin C should I take on a daily basis? Well, for me, it might be five milligrams. For you, it might be, you know, 500 milligrams. It might be very, very different, right? Very different, because we're individuals, so it's not the same for every person. There is no one-size-fits-all. There just isn't, and there shouldn't be. We should all be different. We should all be individual, we should be treated that way. So is, is this thing, this jab, for everybody? Of course not. Those of you who have already had the virus have been through it. I've been through it. You have immunity for life. It's like, man, you want to get the measles, right? You want to get the measles as a kid. Why? Because you can't get them again. You got chicken pox? can't get them again. Same thing with this. Get it once, you never get it again. So why are they pushing everybody into you know, getting this jab? Those are the questions that you should be asking, right? If you're not asking those questions, you should start asking those questions. Say, what's going on here? Why uh, is it that, um, you know, why do I have to? What, what's the point here? Well, there is no point to it. There actually is no point to that way of thinking. It's wrong. It's completely wrong. Your natural immunity is the best and strongest, most effective, not only to what I call Corona Classic, but to all of the, the uh, variants that are going to come out beyond it. You've got it. You've already got the, the defense that you need. And if you don't have it, don't worry about it. You Get over this thing really quickly. It's not a big deal. I, I see on Facebook some people, oh, I got tested positive. You know, I'm positive for this thing. And everyone goes, oh, I feel so sorry for you. It's terrible. Oh, my God, that's so horrible. That's just fear talking. You know what? I look at that and I say, you know, great, good for you. Get your vitamin D, get your zinc, get your, your quercetin, get the, you know, get yourself some vitamin C. Just do the things you need to do. Get some rest, drink liquids. Three, four days from now, you're going to start to feel better. You get over it and uh, you move on and you have immunity for life. It's fantastic, right? It's like getting the flu. Everyone gets the flu. I mean, we get the flu, you know, every once in a while. I don't get it that often, but maybe once every five, ten years, I'll end up with the flu it's three days. You feel like you're going to die. You get over it. It's kind of the same thing here. There's a lot of doctors that are saying, you know, we're looking for this thing. We're looking for this thing. And all we find is influenza A and influenza B. We don't find anything else. Uh, you know, and you go back and, and uh, my brother had, had done this this week. He, he was tested positive for Corona. So he went and got two more tests the same day. One came back positive, One came back negative. The tests are useless. They're useless. So we have all this crazy built off a faulty test. Start there. Start with all the false positives. Start with this idea that you could be asymptomatic. You could be sick and not even know it. Okay, maybe with cancer or something like that, right? But not this. You can't have this and not even know it. And then, you know, then you got to quarantine and take, turn your life upside down and stay away from all your friends and family and stay away from your work and everything. And now uh, what I'm seeing a lot of people asking me, what do I do? My employer's forcing me. They won't let me continue my job without this. And the advice from all the attorneys is let them fire you. Don't walk away. Let them fire you. You'll have recourse then. You don't have recourse if you just quit and walk away. Then you quit. It's on you. But if you let them fire you, stay until the very end, the last moment, Then you qualify for unemployment, obviously, and then uh, you have some recourse later on when they find out this, you know, they couldn't do what they're they're doing. So we live in some strange times. I think it's going to get a little bit worse. Uh, I'm hoping not too much more challenging, but we're starting to see, uh, you know, a lot of stuff popping left, right, and center. I don't know if you're like me, I pay attention to it on a daily basis. Every morning I get up and I look at the feeds, like, okay, what's going on? Is there anything I need to know? Do I need to modify my day or can I have a fairly normal day? And no, no day has been normal. Uh, if I think about what normal was back in 2019, these days have not been that at all. They've been very different, right? Every day there's, a, there's kind of a different pattern that I need to take uh, into account. So the question is, is you know, can I do my normal day today? Yes or no? And if the answer is no, then it's okay. What do I need to do to modify it? What do I need to do to prepare for uh, what's coming? And sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you just got to play it by ear. It's okay. The best I can do is, you know, here. Um, I think it's going to continue for a while longer. I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I think we're just entering probably the darkest part of the woods. Uh, It's going to get more and more challenging. There's a lot of stuff that's like bubbling now. It's right on the surface. It's bubbling. And there are a lot of people waking up to what's really going on. And you'd be surprised how many people who have been ignoring it for so long are now looking and going, you know, nothing seems very normal out there. What's going on? I got friends who, who are lost and they, they contact me and they say, fill me in. So I say, get yourself a Telegram account, number one, and then go to my Telegram channel and start you know, consuming some of the information that's there. Not my information, it's just stuff I'm finding and putting there, sort of a, a, a repertoire of, of the information that I'm finding a repository, if you will, of things that I'm finding and putting there uh, so that you can keep yourself informed. Not everything in there is perfectly accurate or truthful. You know, I try my best to keep only the best stuff in there, get rid of a lot of garbage, uh, but it's worthwhile being informed. So I send them there. That's the number one thing I do, number one. And then they say, well, all of this is going on, now they're scared. Now they get into fear because they see everything from a new perspective and it's shocking if you've not been involved in it to start to see it. Then they get fearful. And then I say, okay, here's what we need to do. Are your feet planted on the ground right now? Yep." Do you have food in the fridge? Yep. Roof over the head? Yep. Um, Do you have money in the bank? Yep. Okay. Let's start from there. Let's take that and let's just work from there. Nothing's changed. Don't project too far into the future because we don't know what the future is going to bring. However, I want you to be prepared in case things go upside down, go off the rails, which a lot of people are expecting that they will. You know, we're looking at our economy, our inflation's like straight up right now. It's crazy. You know, gas is over $5 a gallon here in some places. It's crazy, Right. Gas prices go up, gas is involved in everything that we do, so the price of everything across the board goes up and it starts with food, right? You're gonna see food, clothing, rent, all of this stuff's gonna be popping. Gonna be getting more and more expensive. Okay, what do you do? You raise your prices? Well, your customers aren't gonna buy. Uh, What do I do to make more sales? Well, a little bit hard right now because people aren't in the buying mood. They're a little bit distracted, right? So you gotta do the best you can. You've got these variables happening that are not ideal right now. And I know it. A lot of my customers know it. I said, so let's just work within the framework that we have. Let's make the best of it we can do. Remember, an entrepreneur at our core is we look at challenges and find solutions. right? We can, we can find the gold in all the mud. We can find the silver lining in any cloud. You know, anything that happens that's really negative, we're able to spot that opportunity in there. That's what separates us. That's what makes us different. So that's what I look for. That's what I help my clients find. Okay, what can you do? How can you help? How can you shift your messaging? How can you shift your advertising to be more supportive or more in line with where people are and what they're thinking right now? And it makes a big difference, by the way. To be able to step out like that makes a huge difference. So I would encourage you right now, you know, make sure you're grounded. Make sure you're feeling you know, as confident as you possibly can. Keep yourself very informed and figure out within the parameters that exist what you can do to be the best you can be on a daily basis. And we're always trying to be better, always trying to learn more, be more, stay strong, stay out of the fray, stay out of the fear, right? If you're starting to feel fearful, go back to the feeds and find things that are a little bit more inspiring uh, or a little more hopeful, if you will. They're out there. I tell everyone, like, over the horizon, right, there is a ray of sunshine. Maybe there's two, maybe there's three. The whole sun is invisible yet. It's right at that that point where it's about to come up. But there are some rays. You got to be able to find them through all the trees. You know, you move around a little. Oh, there's the ray. I can see it now. It's gone. Okay. Oh, there it is again. And you got to keep finding it and keep finding it. There's so much out there that's trying to distract us and keep us from finding those rays of sunshine. But I want you to find them. I want you to go look for them for yourself and find things that are inspiring that do show you that there is some hope going forward because there is. I've been finding it as well. I share it with my clients. Say, Here's what's going on. Here's what I see. Here's some things that might be helpful for you. And it's different for every one of them. I don't share the same thing with every client. Depends where they are in their life and depends what they're doing, what their business is, what their industry is. What I find is different, and I share with them what I've got. And boy, do they really appreciate that. So you can do that as well. You can get, uh, you know, into that space where you're learning and finding the things, finding the gems, and you could be what I call the new breed of leaders I have a lot of leaders coming up a lot of people are going to be leaders that never thought they would be leaders before but you're looking at the leaders who are and and they're horrible and they're disgusting and they're not leading and they're they're going along with it and they're just letting the country fall apart all these people before long will be washed away they will they will perish they will fade away they'll be kicked out of office they'll be arrested who knows what? Something's going to happen. They're not going to stay. And now there's going to be a whole new generation of leaders. You want to be part of that? You need to be informed. And you need to be sharing what you know with the people around you. And you'll find how quickly people will respond to that. And you can find yourself a new position. I mean, this really lit me up uh, back in March of 2020 when I realized that, hey, government could you know, sign a sheet of paper and tell you you can't open your business anymore. That's pretty scary. That means you have no more livelihood. That means everything you've built with a stroke of a pen can be turned off. What if it was permanent? What if it wasn't just for two weeks to flatten the curve? What if it was, we don't like your kind of business anymore, we've just outlawed it? Then what? Huh? Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. What? It's possible. Hasn't happened yet, thankfully. But it could. Now you can start to see the leverage that they have, the power that they have, Uh, You serve at their pleasure. In other countries like Brazil, Mexico, that kind of thing, it's really hard to get a business license. Really hard to start your own business, and you're only in business because they allow you to. The moment they don't like you for some reason, they shut you down. Could happen here too. So I want you to know that, and I want you to remain strong because we need we need to be solid in our conviction that we don't want this kind of thing to happen. We don't want this kind of rule in this country. We don't want these kind of leaders. So support the ones around you. I've got friends on Facebook, new friends on Facebook that I found. And you know, I'm propping them up and making sure I comment on their posts and uh, put the hearts on their posts and give them you know, feedback that's valuable for them and, and help their posts get seen more. And all of a sudden, more and more people are finding them. And do that. You can help people like that. Help me, help anyone who's stepping up. Because the more people that see the messages, the more people that wake up, the stronger our society will become. All right. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Thank you so much for watching. If this has been useful, please share it with your friends, your followers. I'd appreciate it. And I look forward to seeing you next week.